but you don't need to set new personal bests uh, at different physical activities when you're exploring Europe or Asia or the Middle East or wherever you are. Be present. Like This is a special time. You're in a new place. You're in a new city. Or maybe you're somewhere you've been before. But enjoy whatever, wherever you are, wherever you have. What is going on, everyone? Emily Abadi here coming to you live from the AG studio. You are listening to another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can strive toward your own big potential, and of course, have some fun along the way. The hurdle we are talking about this week, how to stay healthy, keep wellness in mind, find some balance while you are traveling. I got so many DMs about this when I was on the move. I'm of the mindset that balance is everything. I am certainly not going to Italy and not indulging in all the things that are amazing about Italy, like glasses of Montepulciano and cannolis and croissants and pastas, and you get the idea. But there are little tips and tricks that you can implement into your routine so that you can find that balance so that you can feel good in your body when you're on the move. Now, of course, I called in one of the best of the best to chat about this topic with me. That is Harley Pasternak. He is a best-selling author, a top expert in the fitness industry, a trainer. He's been on the show before. I'll link his episode in the show notes. And it's a great time for us to be having this conversation because the Four Seasons Resort and Residences at Los Cabos at Costa Palmas, they just unveiled year-round wellness programming from Harley. And he's got an upcoming retreat this December 10th to 12th. On this retreat, you'll do everything from hiking to absolutely beautiful views to Harley's Baja Boot Camp. Enjoy some sound bowl therapy and a massage at the Oasis Spa. Learn how to make a slew of five ingredient meals that take only five minutes to prepare. So much good stuff, all with my buddy Harley Pasternak in, again, the most beautiful, beautiful setting. Harley is someone that's traveled all over the world designing spaces for the Four Seasons, as well as training some of your favorite stars like Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. And he's got a lot of know-how on this subject, so I know he's the perfect person for me to chat with today. For more details on his upcoming retreat at the Four Seasons Resort and Residences at Los Cabos at Costa Palmas, the link is in the show notes. And while you're in there, click on over to rate and review the show in Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. With that, let's get to hurdling. Today, I am chatting with Harley Pasternak. He is a top trainer, best-selling author. He's been on the show before. How are you doing, Harley? I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be back here with you. We're talking about something near and dear to both of our hearts because we both do a ton of traveling, and that is how to be a little bit healthier on the road. 
Try to be. Yeah. I think the, the year before COVID, I did 321,000 air miles. Wow. Are you a Delta guy? I'm not. Not that Delta is not great. I'm sure Delta is great. <laughs> but I, fl I fly American Airlines mainly if I'm going home to Canada, Air Canada. And then when I fly to the Middle East, I usually fly Etihad or, or Qatar. Man, man. I'm sure you have like the top of the top status. Yeah, but it's it hasn't really helped me much lately because I've just been <laughs> avoiding traveling. So you and a lot of people, you and a lot of people. Well, in all that traveling, I'm sure you've learned a thing or two about what works for you. And today we're going to kind of crank through some of your best practice tips. So obviously traveling starts with the act of getting somewhere, which often means some sort of car ride, train ride, as we just mentioned, airplane ride. Where can someone even start when it comes to that act of giving back to their body when they're on the move? There's certain principles I give all my clients to follow every day of their life, regardless of what's happening, where they are. Um, and I think those principles are maintainable when you do travel because they're really, they're, they're not high. The bar is not set high. So the first is hitting a daily step goal. And when I travel somewhere, the first thing I do when I land is move. I got to move. I, I got to, you know, been sitting for a long time. Um, I get up, I try and get more steps. If it's daytime, I get out and try and explore the city I'm in. Um, I, I don't have to put on track suit. I don't have to put on workout attire. I just walk. And, and so that's definitely the first thing that I'll do. Um, the second is, you know, stop looking at what time it is at home. If there's a time difference, it's really important you are now on this new time zone. Change your watch, do whatever you need to do. Don't think like, oh gosh, it's midnight at home. I should be getting tired now. No, no, no. Focus on the here and now. When you land, don't nap. Let yourself be tired. So come the end of the day, you are ready for bed. I feel like with a time change, if you don't go with that and you, you try and fight it or sleep early, it, it's, it's gonna hurt you more than help you. Staying hydrated, so on the, on the plane, I avoid alcohol, definitely. I try and avoid caffeine on the plane when I can. I, I'm already dehydrated. Flying makes you dehydrated. And I want to feel what I'm supposed to feel. So if I want to have a coffee when I land, so be it. But on the airplane, I try and stay hydrated as much as possible. Um, I try and land to a great meal. So I'll land and I'll find somewhere good to eat and I'll walk to that place if possible, or I'll pack a snack and I'll have that so I'm held over till my next meal. But I think, you know, focusing on your sleep, focusing on your activity, focusing on your food are three great ways to be somewhere and feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting what you said about refraining from alcohol on the plane. I feel like, and I mean, I don't have a source to credit this to, but I feel like I've read things before about the reasoning behind like the things they're trying to serve you on the plane is because they want people to be tired and kind of like <laughs> subdued. So like a lot of the things on there are like carbs and that's why they serve so many different sodas and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. And it's, it's also part of why there's entertainment on airplanes is they don't want you causing problems and being bored and asking for stuff. They want you to zone out and watch reruns of The Office. Oh, reruns of The Office. Is that your playing go-to, Harley? 100%. <laughs> reruns of The Office, Arrested Development, 
uh, brainless things that I've seen a million times or <laughs> uh, Toast of London. I don't know if you've seen it. Love Island, the UK version. It's like mm, sleeping pills. I got me. into I got into Love Island, the UK version on my last flight. I won't even lie. <laughs> Isn't it great? It's terrible, but great. It's so terrible. It's so yeah. terrible, but it helps the time go by. And I, I have to watch with subtitles because I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> the accent is just like so legit. Okay. So you mentioned that right when you get off the plane or whatever mode of transportation you're using to get there, it's really important to move. Let's talk a little bit about movement first and foremost here, because a lot of, uh, uh, let's say the messages that I get whenever I'm traveling, how do you find the motivation to move when you're out of your element? And like you, I mean, you said, put on your sneakers. You don't even need to put on a tracksuit. You can just go. I mean, the motivation to move for me is the exploration, right? hundred percent. The exploration is everything. You know, I, for the first 20 years of my business, I toured with musicians. So I'd go on tour with, with Kanye or Rihanna or Lady Gaga or Katy Perry, all these people. And when we land, they right away had to go to work. They had to do press or they had to go to a fitting or they had to do whatever. That's my time to explore. And uh, quite often I'd go to places I'd never been. I land and I, I'm out. Like, I want to see what's cool. Where's the best coffee shop? Where's the this? Where's the that? Where's the, you know, I, I look on the web to see what are the five things I need to do while I'm here. Because sometimes I'm only in a city for a day. And so if I'm in Paris for a day, I'm going to the Louvre. I'm going to the Musée d'Orsay. I'm going to La Marais for, for a falafel sandwich. I'm doing all these things. And and you combine the walking with the exploration and it doesn't feel like exercise. Right. I think from a workout perspective, it's important you really simplify your workouts when you're traveling abroad. So instead of these robust hour-long workouts, why don't you just do 10 minutes? 10 minutes. So if you go to you know the Four Seasons app, you'll see I've got a bunch of, of great workouts. If you go to Aloe Moves, I, I do a great series of 10-minute workouts with Candace Swanepoel from Victoria's Secret. So uh, really simple, doable 10 minute workouts you could probably do in your hotel room. And I think that that's a really good point, right? Like stop judging your workout based on what you would normally do, quote unquote, at home. Like you're not at home and that's a good thing. Like you deserve to like take this time and enjoy your time. And so using that tip that you just threw into the mix of like shortening these up, looking for, you know, a different variety to kind of mix it up also when you're on the go, like there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. You, you know, being away is a time to, to avoid losing your fitness. Maintaining is a good thing too. Um, but you don't need to set new personal bests uh, at different physical activities when you're exploring Europe or Asia or the Middle East or wherever you are. Be present. Like This is a special time. You're in a new place. You're in a new city. Or maybe you're somewhere you've been before. But enjoy whatever, wherever you are, wherever you have. And I think on that active note, we talked about walking and, and sightseeing and whatnot. Something that I've really loved to do uh, recently, I, I took a trip over to Italy and I booked activities that had like an active component in them because like these are things that I enjoy, right? So like I wanted to go sightseeing. I also love bike riding. So like I did a sightseeing tour on a bike, you know, there are ways to incorporate physical activity into your like itinerary that's still allows and enables you to experience these new places in fun, exciting ways. I have this thing where whenever I go to a new place, I Google, what's the biggest set of stairs in that <laughs> city? Because quite, quite often there's an iconic set of stairs almost anywhere you go. Right. So whether it be the Spanish steps um, in Rome, whether it be the Santa Monica stairs in Los Angeles, 
whether it be the famous set of stairs in Quebec City where the Plains of Abraham are. Um, everywhere you go, there's a soup, you know, in Great Wall of China, uh, those stairs are killer. <laughs> and I, I love that. And like, I want to do that amazing set of stairs because quite often there's an amazing view that's part of it. Quite often those stairs are surrounded by other cultural things to see and do. And it's a great workout. And why do I want to be do, doing lunges or leg press in a gym when I can, can do, you know, in uh, Nocella, um, right near, in the Amalfi Coast, there's a tiny village just above Positano. And I think there's got to be 1,500 steps to get from Positano up to this little village. And I wanted to see what was in that village. And, and I get to do these stairs and you get a beautiful view of the sea. And the combination of all those things is like everything good in my life. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it sounds like a dream to me. I'll have to put it on my next, <laughs> my next Italy itinerary. Sure. So aside from, aside from the movement, uh, another important piece is what you're putting in your body abroad. I know that you and I aren't people that are, uh, like restrictive in that way. We're going to go, we're going to enjoy what there is to enjoy, but there are some things that you can be mindful when it comes to how you're fueling when you're on the move. Where do we start with that? Well, one thing I do travel with, I'm not a big supplement guy. But one thing when I do travel is I travel with, uh, with fiber powder. I find wherever you are, sometimes it's not as easy accessing fresh produce. Maybe it's not as dependable. Maybe it's not in season where you are. But uh, being regular, I think, is important. So when I travel, I travel with fiber. Breakfast, when I'm at a hotel, I order the night before. Hmm. And I use the room service at, um, also as my wake-up call. And I feel like when you travel, you know, um, you might be excited to start the day and just leave right away and skip breakfast or you might have forgotten the order or whatever it is, but I will order the night before. So I wake up to a healthful breakfast and, and the, that's, that's a big part of starting your day right with, a, with food. I'm almost anywhere you can go, they can make eggs. Um, so I'll do, you know, two whole eggs and two or three whites as a scramble with spinach and, and peppers and, um, and then on the side, if, if it's in season, I'll have a bowl of berries, or if it's not, I'll, I'll have some kind of fiber. And um, and then I always pack snacks with me. I tend to bring them when I travel, little packets of nuts. Uh, lunch, I try and go somewhere interesting, fun. Um, if you're at a resort, it's different because everything's right there. It's easy. But if you're traveling about, find somewhere great and walk there. And then dinner is always an event. And if you can walk to dinner, great. If not, make sure you've hit your daily step goals by that time. If you're in Italy, they do a passeggiata, as you know. So after dinner, they all get up and walk and visit their neighbors. So yeah, no, those are great tips. The, the bringing some snacks that you can rely on, I think is really helpful. I love the tip of ordering a healthy breakfast the night before, because like, then you wake up and you don't even have to think about it. It's kind of like setting your workout clothes out the night before. It's a no brainer in that aspect. You mentioned bringing fiber along with you. I'm a big, um, I'll bring athletic greens along with me. At least I feel like that way I'm getting in some water and some good stuff for my body right off the bat. But yeah, I mean, these are all really good help, healthy tips for when it comes to feeling your body smart. The next question that someone's going to have is like, what do we talk about uh, drinking when we're on vacation? Is this something that I should feel guilty about? Is like, well, how should I handle that? I'm personally, I'm not a big drinker, but, um, you know, when it comes to indulging, I think um, life is short. And, you know, it, it, when I was in Russia, I had vodka. I don't even drink, but you're in Russia. You got to try <laughs> vodka, you know? Um, if, if I'm, if I'm in somewhere in Italy, I will try the wines cause they're special. So don't feel bad, celebrate life, celebrate where you are. 
just make sure you're not indulgent the whole day. Make sure you're not sedentary the whole day. So yeah, if you're having a healthy uh, uh, breakfast, healthy lunch, you know, healthy snack, you're active throughout the day, you're, you're getting a decent sleep, uh, celebrate dinner uh, wherever you are and don't feel bad about it. Taking a break from today's episode to give some love to my sponsors. First up, AG1 from Athletic Greens. I'm actually wearing my Athletic Greens sweatshirt right now. It's the perfect coziness for this drastically rainy day here in New York. But I'm also sitting here with my shaker bottle of Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a greens powder that's got 75 whole food sourced ingredients, as well as prebiotics, probiotics, adaptogens, and superfoods. It is what I shake up every single morning to give back to my body and feel my best, which of course is important to me all year round, but especially now in this marathon buildup, we're in the home stretch. I think there's 11, 10 maybe days until marathon day. I am on top of my nutrition. I love the taste of it. It's not that grassy situation that I've had with other green beverages. And to be real, it makes my digestion just feel a lot more regular. A really sexy topic, I know. I actually talk about it in today's episode with Harley saying that it is one of the things I will not travel without the perfect thing to bring with me on the go. Of course, they have an awesome deal for the Hurdle community. Head on over to athleticgreens.com slash hurdle to get five free travel packs and a year's supply of vitamin D with your purchase. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash hurdle to get a bunch of freebies with your first purchase. Also want to give some love to my friends at Beam. Today, when talking about Beam, I want to talk about sleep because sleep affects everything. It affects your overall health, your brain function, your mood. It even affects weight loss. Sleep is, to put it lightly, the cornerstone of wellness. And the thing is, is that a lot of us struggle with getting a quality night of sleep. Sleep is a massive, massive component to my recovery routine. I am a constant early to bed person. And aside from being a early to bed kind of human, a huge part of me getting restful, great sleep has to do with Beam's Dream Powder. Their Dream Powder is triple lab tested and contains melatonin, magnesium, reishi, L-theanine, and nano CBD. I mix it with some hot water, a little bit of warm frothed almond milk, and it tastes like a delicious hot cup of cocoa with no added sugar or artificial sweeteners. Trust me, you have to get in on the Beam Dream game. Get the sleep of your dreams with Beam's Dream Powder. If you subscribe now, you'll get 35% off your first month of Dream, plus a free mug and frother. Head on over to beamorganics.com slash hurdle. That is beam, B-E-A-M, organics.com slash hurdle. And use code hurdle at checkout to get 35% off your first month today beamorganics.com slash hurdle. Use hurdle at checkout for 35% off. Pause or cancel at any time. Yeah. And you just said the buzzword sleep. I think that's really important to talk about as well, because obviously being out of your own environment, uh, perhaps being in a different time zone can definitely be something that might throw you off a little bit. What are uh, some of your recommendations for someone who's on the road and is hoping to get a good sleep while they're enjoying themselves as well? 
alcohol will ruin your sleep. I mean, we know that alcohol might help you fall asleep, but it, um, it, it hinders your ability to get good deep sleep or rapid eye movement. So if you're going to drink, just know that night you're not going to sleep well. If you want to have a great sleep, don't have alcohol. Avoid caffeine past noon. That can impact your sleep. Avoid screen time just before bed. That blue light um, can wake you up and tell your brain, oh, be alert. It's time. It's daytime. It's not dinner time. Um, I find that different places I stay, there's noise in the background, uh, wherever it is. So I travel with ear, uh, earplugs and eye mask. I have an mm. app on my phone. That's, um, that's a white noise app. So sometimes that white noise just kind of doesn't matter where I am. Mm. I use one at home as well, uh, drowns away everything else and just sort of lulls me to sleep. I like to sleep in a cooler room. So, uh, I don't know Fahrenheit, but in Celsius, I like to sleep at around 19 degrees Celsius. I set the room temperature. Um, and if you, you're outside the U.S., every country in the world uses Celsius, so it might be more helpful to know Celsius. Um, <laughs> and so th those are the things for me that uh, help me sleep well no matter where I am. Yeah. And I mean, I think the next thing that I receive messages about is someone who feels a little frantic about the fact that maybe they did go travel, maybe they did get out and they're like, oh, I just feel like such a blob after traveling. The question comes up like, is it really a big deal if you gain a couple pounds while you're on vacation? No. I mean, first of all, I've never weighed a client, so I don't know if they do gain weight while they're away. I judge people on their actions or inactions, not on the byproduct of those. Yeah. Um, when you're away, there's so many factors that could also influence uh, body weight, for, and mainly it's hydration. So um, when we travel, we fly, we tend to retain water. If we're at altitude, that could affect hydration. If we're in a place where there's high sodium foods, that could affect hydration. If we're exposed to uh, stress or poor sleep, that could affect our, our hydration and our water retention level. So don't weigh yourself. Don't think about stuff like that. And don't don't cry over spilled milk. So if you have a wonderful trip and you indulge a little bit and you feel great about it, don't come home and say, oh, I better undo what I just did. No, just go back to your routine and and everything will come back to how it's supposed to be. Yeah, I think that's so important. Like, I can't even tell you how many friends I know that come home from these trips or whatnot. And it was like this amazing time, but it's tainted by like all of this negative self-talk they have in their head about, oh, I've got to do X and Y and Z now. And like, to your point, just getting back to your routine, like that's the most important part. Yeah. Just, um, you know, people talk about cleanses and fasts and all this sort of stuff, but I think it's important you, you don't do that. Don't, don't do something unless it's sustainable. Don't do mm. something unless it's enjoyable. Don't do something unless it's, um, I would say if you're a parent or an aunt or an uncle, um, ask yourself, is this how I would want a child to eat? Uh, and if the answer is no, then don't do it. Huh. You know, would you want your kid to skip breakfast and lunch and fast most of the day and only eat in a three-hour window or four-hour window? And people say, well, of course not. Well, then why right. Why would you? You know, Would you want to just live off of a, what was that fast that Beyonce did for Dreamgirls? Lemon juice, cayenne, and maple syrup just because you had a vacation. So go back to eating well, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, protein, fiber, and healthy fat at each, a couple healthy snacks throughout the day walk, exercise, go to bed, and that's it. Yeah. And I think something else that we haven't covered just yet, obviously a lot of these things 
when you're trying to keep them in mind and it's just you, that's one thing. But if you're traveling with a group, whether it's your family or friends, and you have in your mind one thing, like certain goals or certain things that you want to be mindful of, and other people may be throwing you off of those things a little bit, how do you handle if your travel companions, so to speak, are making it hard to stay healthy? Pick your travel companions very carefully. Pick a like-minded <laughs> travel companion. And know that you, you don't necessarily always have to stick together. And just because they're ordering something debaucherous and you're not in the mood for it, doesn't mean you have to either. Maybe you just have a piece of theirs. Um, uh, I think whenever possible, have two hotel rooms. But if that's not always the case, then earplugs and eye mask and, and white noise can be very, very helpful. And on that note, even like communicating, right? Like if you're traveling with these people, hopefully you have a good enough relationship with them that you can say something like, Hey, this is really meaningful for, to me. Like tomorrow I'm going to like head out for 15, 20 minutes before we get the day started and do some, whatever you want to do. Um, and they should respect that because again, you're on the road with them. So hopefully they know you well enough to know that it means something to you. Yeah. Identify what are the things they want to do that day? What are the things you want to do? Find where they overlap, join them, join each other for those. And the rest of it, you, you don't necessarily have to be with them. Totally. And then the other thing that you mentioned, you said you you pack uh, fiber. I mentioned I pack athletic greens. There are some other things that you can also bring with you when it comes to traveling that may help you kind of stick to some healthy things. You talked about that app that you keep on your phone. When I went to Italy recently, I brought like a, a mini band with me, which isn't something that I use really regularly here, but I found myself really leaning into it when I was away. Bringing a, a small fitness tool that's light and easy to pack can definitely be helpful. I have the added benefit of um, designing most of the Four Seasons Hotel gyms around the world. So uh, I kind of have my own gym most cities I go to, which I know is not an option for everyone, but um, I'm just rubbing it in that it is for me. <laughs> um, also, uh, you, you know, regardless of whether you stay at a Four Seasons or not, every hotel should have a set of dumbbells and every hotel should have a bench. And at the very least, you've got access to those tools. And if you don't, um, being in your room, uh, you can train most of your body. Traveling with a TRX suspension strap sometimes is good, helps people. A couple sliders is good for, for people sometimes. I've got my Fitbit, so wherever I am, I keep track of how many steps I've taken that day uh, or the quality of my sleep. I think that's really, really helpful. And I am a big believer in recovery, so um, I'll use the little travel uh Hyperice Go. It's a Hypervolt Go from Hyperice, and it's a smaller percussive weapon gun. And so I'll use that to chill me out at the end of the day before I sleep or for recovery, or if I'm in my room doing work or on a phone call, I'll just be working on my ITB or my glutes quietly on the call. So th those are some of the things I like to travel with. Yeah, definitely. And then the last thing that I wanted to point out, I know we talked about looking into seeing where something like a set of stairs might be local to the area, but there are tons of other things that you can do a little bit of recon on before you get on the road, whether it's like where like the big park, like Central Park in New York is in that area or something as simple as like a bike path or a running path, right? Like there's just so many things that don't take a lot of effort to find, but if you do it ahead of time, you'll be more likely to go scope them out once you get there. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. Definitely. All right. Well, so many good tips here, Harley. Anything else you want to add to the mix before I let you go? Um, well, gosh, um, <laughs> some of the ways that, that I, I might personally be able to help someone's travels are, again, if you're staying at a Four Seasons property, uh, m many of them have a gym by Harley. Um, 
and you'll notice they're not anything like a hotel or a hospitality fitness center you've you've stayed at before. I, I go down to the nitty gritty of of even having multiple sets of dumbbells for people with larger diameter versus smaller diameter palm grips, um, smaller increments versus bigger increments, special flooring, four different types of flooring that we we use. Some for friction, some for free weight, some for cardio, some for group fitness. So, so I, I kind of dive deep into that. For those of you also who, who want to do short workouts, if you go to Alamoos and you, you check out the content I have there, pretty soon you'll see in a lot of hotels around the world a form unit. So if you go to formlife.com, F-O-R-M-E-L-I-F-E.com, you'll see um, first there was the mirror and then tonal and then form. And so you'll see a lot of great, short, intense, or longer workouts that you can do in your hotel room from anywhere. So there's a lot of different ways where I will be in your life, whether you want it or not, <laughs> to help you be healthy when you travel around the world. And uh, if they want even more of you in their life, how do the hurdlers follow along with you on social media? Give them your information. Yeah. Uh, Harley Pasternak on Instagram. Um, I have a TikTok now, apparently. Harley Pasternak. Apparently. <laughs> um, thank you, Raquel, for making me seem cool and relevant. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I'm over at Emily Abadi and at Hurdle Podcast. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 